0: Let's go, let's go, all of twist. twist, if it wasn't for all of my haters I wouldn't exist, I can remember when we was strapping and They're moving, moving in the, the bricks, bricks. I can remember the man them telling you know me. me they was just murderers back in the bin.
1: Man, Welcome back guys, this is, is the Roman Podcast, episode 13, I am Romulus and I'm here with Kojo. And today we are, well we're muddling through.
0: So. Muddling.
1: <laughs> so how, how we've covered the house has your week been it's and, all right yeah but you were saying something really interesting stuff before the um mic turned might on would you like to just give a, give a recap to
0: yeah we're just talking about um just relationships in general uh i'm i am good on them personally because i kind of got really tired and now i'm having moments of clarity and self-reflection and just trying to figure out what's the baseline i require when it comes to just being in a relationship um it's kind of like marriage almost where we have like different phases of relationships that we that we think about but a lot of times we focus more on the highs rather than the neutrals but the majority of a relationship is held within the neutrals, not within the highs. Like, your like the person your partner is not somebody that you are literally going to go on dates with every time you see them. Mm-hmm. Your your wife is not somebody that you're gonna go on honeymoons with every time you see them. At the end of the day, there has to be a certain level of a baseline mm-hmm. that uh, needs to be required specifically to just maintain. A healthy relationship, but we never really talk about the baseline. We talk about all the excitement like you talk to enough women You talk to enough guys. They they talk about we don't we talk about what we want out of a relationship But mostly we talk about the fun the fun highs that we want rather than the baseline mm-hmm. neutral just foundational shit that we that we actually need so for guys we'll talk about how she needs to be super freaky and she can cook amazing meals and like she's down to hang out with the boys and all this other shit like you know just the cool shit that she can do oh god she she knows how to squat like 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 little cool shit for Mm -hmm. women it's like oh you go on any dating app or or dating profile they want to talk about traveling they Mm want to talk about dates and restaurants they want to talk about funny all these different things take me out to these amazing places blah 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 right mm-hmm. and all those are passing events but we don't necessarily talk about what is the baseline and i made a post about it yesterday um and i kind of just wanted to expand on it here the basic idea is that um when it comes to being in a relationship there really is only one thing that should be kind of the predicate for a lot of what we decide to do with one another. And and it's primarily just the fact that there has to be a level of intimate tolerance with one another. So it's like you take out, you take out everything from the relationship, like all the fun, all the fun little things that you can get out of being in a relationship or having a partner with somebody and really and truly You have to just come back to the simple fact of of being able to spend time with this person even in moments where you're not necessarily getting anything out of it. Basically, the post that I wrote was um, that you know you're with a good partner when you would rather be bored with them than be excited with someone else.
1: So just keeping in mind that most times kind of just are. They're neither good nor bad
0: neither yeah it's just simply two people occupying the same space with one another um without having anything else come out of it so essentially like the baseline for any relationship should be the fact that you would rather just do nothing with this person than do something else with somebody else like Hmm. Like, all you get, like, there are just going to be some days where all you get out of this person is their company. Nothing else. Can you tolerate that? Can you enjoy that? Can you actually, can you actually facilitate that? Like, they like there's always this thing that people talk about how it's like, okay. And even for me, I've been like this for a long time if i'm in the if i'm in the room with a girl and i'm wa- and we're watching something right mm-hmm. i always find it a little a little fucked up when she just wants to go on her phone okay yeah
1: right. it's it's a it's a quality it's a is your love language quality time yeah even though i'm not a big fan of the whole love language theory i feel like like everything contribute everyone has a little bit of everything but mm-hmm. but it does it does help like separate them and yeah. you know, give them give which ones give more credence, right? So with, with people with quality time, it is actually has to be quality time. Yeah, like instead of quantity time. Like for example, me and um and I'm a quality time person with with pretty much everybody. Like like you get what I'm saying? Friend, yeah. Family. I like to spend time with people, and I like to do things that either they like or I like. Yeah. So it's a big thing we were talking about in the car the other day that you have to, you that you're looking for a girl, or when you're looking for a girl, you're looking for a girl that had to like anime.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I didn't realize what a big thing that was until I had to spend time with some friends of mine and I, we couldn't talk about the things that I liked or they liked because we knew the other person wasn't interested. Yep. You get what I'm saying? We had a mutual interest that, that brought us together. Yeah. But aside from that, nothing else. There was really. nothing else. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay, so with my friends I can't even stand it if we if we have nothing in common or we're, no one's willing to bend to the other person's will. Exactly. Or uh, other person's like this is,
0: I don't want to say interest. Interest. We have, like there has to be a moment of adaptability within a conversation where you're willing to take some, where you're willing to simply um no longer get something out of it but simply give something to somebody else mm-hmm. so essentially instead of it oh i'm getting i'm getting some i'm getting some of my interest fulfilled by having a mutual conversation about something that we both like mm-hmm. Instead, i'm giving i'm giving time to this person for them to speak on something that they find interesting
1: mm-hmm. and
0: yeah like for me basically my biggest thing was like that's how i was for that's how i was for a long time so the idea of the idea of like me spending time with somebody and them being on their phone mm-hmm. was a really big issue for me because it was like well literally you're not paying attention to the thing that we we're are both doing, doing together, together. Yeah. so at that point we're not really doing it we're not really doing things together i'm doing something you're doing something we just occupy the same space mm-hmm. but that's actually just as important as yeah, doing something together. together so quality time and quantity time yeah. are both important aspects of a relationship because right. there will become there will be time just like with your just like with your friends where you guys don't you guys can't always talk about the same interest mm-hmm. all the time it becomes repetitive it becomes very mm-hmm. stagnant and you end up losing out and you end up creating a rut for what you guys mm. are to yeah. one another.
1: And kind of an echo chamber. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and then it <laughs> like,
0: becomes kind of boring. It's like watching reruns of the same shit over and over and over and over mm. again. There's a nostalgia aspect, but if that's all you do, you're just going to end up feeling like... Empty. Empty. It's em- going to feel like an empty relationship. Exactly. And I started to even look at old, relate- like old parents, like like grandparents Mm -hmm. and like just old people how they spend quality time with one another and like how they make it through Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time is just simply them occupying the same space but not necessarily having to have each other be the focus of that space okay I get that so that's kind of just one of the really big things that I'm starting to realize it's like because especially with the way that we look at modern dating a lot of modern dating is fucking and going somewhere yeah it's really it even like you start looking at your you can i'm not targeting you i'm targeting myself Mm. even in a way like my like previous relationships all i would do was fuck fuck and then go and then go somewhere it wasn't really a situation where it was like oh Mm. we're just chilling on the couch yeah i'm spending all day with this person yeah just for the sake of spending all day with this person yeah that's it like you can like bring your shit over to my house you can do your shit. I'm gonna do my shit, but I just want to be around you. Around, yeah, like that was such a that's such a big thing nowadays that I don't that I didn't really start to think about because we're so interest driven when it comes mm-hmm. to our mating selection. We want somebody who shares the same interest with us, but. We focus so heavily Mm -hmm. on it that we forget that the baseline of any relationship is simply the fact that I can occupy the same space with you comfortably. Yeah, not want to kill you. Not want to kill you. Because that's basically what a relationship is. That's what a marriage is. That's what all this stuff is. You get the highs, right? You'll get you'll get one week, one up to maybe a month if you're balling like that. So four, five weeks of time with this person that you are living with where mm-hmm. you get to go and enjoy life on a grand scale. Vacations, out like big outings, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do with the other forty seven? Well go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens. We get so preoccupied with with all the other all the other mundane parts of our own life that mm-hmm. we forget that it's like we kind of separate ourselves from one another. We end up just becoming roommates that fuck and go out from time to time, mm-hmm. but not simply people that are able to cohabitate, occupy the same space with one another.
1: That's actually a fair point. And now that you mention it, I've never really thought of it like that, but um, now that you mention it, I can see I can see what you're saying because I think that's also with like, just your life. Mm-hmm. Most of your points aren't good or <clears throat> bad. They're kind of just are and you're just kind of existing and then something amazing happens or then something terrible happens or yeah so why shouldn't your relationships be the same way it's just literally you existing alongside another person
0: yeah yeah it's like back in the day it was just <clears throat> like our grandparents days the great great grandparents days all they would do was work maybe sit in a field and watch the clouds and that was basically what their day was like or mm-hmm. sit in a rocking chair, whittle, just talk, listen to the radio some some light stuff mm-hmm. and then maybe a world war but it wasn't like it wasn't like there was constant excitement and especially because we're so media driven the media now is so super sensa- sensationalized mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're, because we get to, we get to extract, excitement from so many different places in the world we constantly think that the world is some super exciting place Mm -hmm. which increases our baseline away from what it should be which is just basically a neutral satisfaction in simply existing back in the day simple existence was enough for us to for us to feel good the fact that every day we wake up and we just feel good no pain Mm -hmm we can get through the day that was enough when we'd have moments of extreme excitement there would be notable they'd be memorable mm-hmm. they'd be something that we'd have once in a once in a while, once in a lifetime maybe once in a while right <clears throat> and they became super important for us but most of the time we would just live in a baseline where all we're doing is sitting down on a rocking chair whittling away watching the clouds go by now we extract just like I said, we extract so much information from so many different places. We have social media, we have movies, we have all these different things that increase our excitement. So now that simple baseline no longer is is a, is good enough mm-hmm. for us, just as human beings, just for ourselves. Like if I, if like being bored feels laborious, it feels like, feels like physical harm, like physical trauma to us now. Mm-hmm. The same idea extends to how we relate with other human beings. Mm. So now we can't even stand ourselves being bored. How is it it that we're going to stand being bored with someone someone else? else? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We always need excitement. Otherwise, and especially, I don't want to then bring my jadedness in, but Mm. especially with women because they are constantly excitement driven now there's always some kind of drama that they need so at that point it's like even relationship they just pick fights to pick fights because because they need excitement exactly so now it's like now they feel less fulfillment from men because men don't Like Men in general, we've always had a lower base point than women have when it comes to our need for excitement.
1: But I think that's because like, when it gets exciting for a man, people tend to die. Yeah, it's scary. It gets very frightening for all parties involved. So it's like, you know what? I'll I'll be excited when it's time for excitement.
0: But for now, I'm going to chill. I mean, back in the day, one of the biggest forms of of excitement uh was going to the parthenon and that was basically gladiatorial events mm-hmm. so women would go there and they'd have really great excitement yeah. but it was at the expense of men dying yeah or, or even farther back it's like oh i'm gonna go hunt this
1: woolly mammoth, so i'm probably just gonna sleep this afternoon away. yeah you get what i'm saying yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like
0: he's like because once once, once that excitement turns on there's and the women who would go with them on the hunt would be watching them kill the woolly mammoth.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting concept because
1: it does change a lot of things and it would explain the concept of FOMO. Yeah. Fear of missing out. Like, just being at home by yourself is is terrible. And I found sometimes that happens to me. I'm just like, oh my god, like, nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. And I have to, like, stop and, like, hey, you got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, don't be anxious. You don't need to be like, it doesn't need to be peaks all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean it's crazy now because we are more because our ignorance has become lessened because we're more aware of the world because of because of the the frequency and the easeability of like information. So. The thing about FOMO, right, is that it's based off of our understanding of what we might be missing out on. Mm-hmm. We, but back but well, back in the day, we were more ignorant to the other things that were going on around us. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what we miss out on. But, but that's yeah. they say.
1: Ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. The things you don't know. You can't be upset about things you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. But now we know so much. So now the anxiety from FOMO is like mm-hmm. four... Like five thousand times. I'm sorry, a lot higher. So do you think?
1: So do you think that increases the need for practices like meditation? Yeah. And practices like, like you know, like um, mindfulness and like slow breathing to slow yourself
0: down from, from trying to seek out these peaks. Absolutely. I think I think the reality is that we don't understand what it means to be calm because calmness is calmness in an, in a way there's always like i like the rewording of stuff right okay so calm is boring okay but we don't we don't have the same like we have a negative association with the word boring Mm -hmm. so we no longer think of being calm we think of being bored yeah because boredom is just the diff is just the opposite of excitement but exciting, excited, the opposite word was calm mm. so it's all it all means the exact same thing, but now it's like i've always i've because I've had a lot of people who especially within my field, like one of the biggest things I have to get people to do is when it comes to just relaxing is to meditate, mm-hmm. become calm, slow their breathing down, enter into a state of just mellow mm-hmm. but it's a lot of times the one the first thing people say when you say, "Hey, you should probably start meditating," is, "I can't meditate."
1: Yeah, because well, because they're not willing to, to, to put in the the effort mm-hmm. to like be accept bored. that calm yeah, to be bored. Yeah. Because I find even even in the studio when we're making music, mm-hmm. like yeah, there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of smoking and drinking and you know you know how yeah. rappers can be, but <clears throat> find that that it tends to come like the best music tends to come from a sense of calm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that our lack or our loss of calm or our equating calmness with boredom has also been the reason that we've lost a lot of our creative spark as a species. Mm -hmm. Because now everything's kind of like either it's a derivative or it's like mechanic. Yeah. Even buildings and things like that. Like we used to have a very, very creative spark, but you can't translate something from like images in your mind to something that exists in the physical world without being able to accept calmness and boredom and having to like you can't have like this epic novel without having those days where you just sit there and write and be bored
0: well i mean calmness is akin to order so that is so the fact of the matter is it's like we need to be calm in order to have clarity to organize things and do stuff that actually Requires a sequential a sequential path like excitement is chaotic by nature so yeah.
1: anything can jump out or, can anything could
0: happen oh god Ooh. Yeah. The anticipation the anticipation of simply something happening mm-hmm. is, is the most beautiful thing but at the same time it's erratic and especially when it comes to the arts the arts are because we think of the arts as though it's supposed to come from a place of like like chaoticness mm-hmm. because it's entertainment. It's mm-hmm. exi- it's exciting, but that's more the performance and presentation rather than the actual production mm-hmm. of it. The production is very organized. The production is very calm and clarified. Even even when yeah, making beats or or mm-hmm. rapping, you have to sit down and write. and write. You have to sit down and listen to every mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. piece. To find where things properly go, go.
1: and I think um, what's it called like with with um, the with arts actually with a lot of arts mm-hmm. both in the production and a lot in the presentation, especially if it's like it's like a media presentation where it continues to go forward mm-hmm. as opposed to something like a sculpture where it's done right. Um, in the arts, it's kind of finding a balance where you sit on the edge because in the chaos and excitement is where you get these things that you're writing done. You get what I'm saying, yeah. But in it's it's taking those things, slowing them down and ordering them out slowly. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. getting each package, putting a label on it, and slowly putting it on the conveyor belt, which is the boring part. Doesn't mean what you're doing isn't exciting in an, in and of its own right. And the same yeah. thing comes with the presentation, like for example, dancing or ballet or whatever. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's just doing it orderly and when they're kind of like teetering on the edge of like chaos. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, yeah, and it's yeah. much more powerful when they're kind of just they found that edge and they're just balancing on it by a hair.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I get I get completely what you're saying because the reality is it's like I think of it more as as a as a as a transition from order to chaos mm-hmm. in the production of of the art. So. If you actually look at people during rehearsal mm. if you actually look at people during production meetings if you actually look at people during the creation of something mm. it's always organized and the one thing that anybody who's in the arts will say is that making this stuff is far more boring than performing, than performing, the performing the stuff. stuff yeah. because there has to be order. order there has to be calm there has yeah. to be some boredom within yeah. it yeah. But the performance is exciting, because it's all chaos. Like, you you are taking something from the world of order and putting it into the world of chaos, and it simply becomes one with the universe itself.
1: I like what you're saying, but I think you might have that. I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you might have that backwards. Okay. You're taking something from the world of chaos and putting it into the world of order. So, something like a dance dances are chaotic in nature. Yeah. Though it has a lot of ordered parts, they're still chaotic. Well, that's what I mean. I, okay, yeah. And yes. you're translating it from a
0: chaotic nature into order for people to understand. I guess it would be, I guess it would have to be then a, a both of us is correct because you're like the concept, mm-hmm. the concept itself is chaotic, but the reality of it is ordered because. Unless, like, okay, unless we, because the thing that I, the thing that a lot of people don't really know about Mm -hmm. at all this shit, there's no such thing as freestyling. Yeah. There's absolutely no such thing as freestyling.
1: Yeah, you can't just you, like, 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 your freestyle took, like, 20 years of practice. Yeah,
0: and not even that. A lot of times, like, people who, like, for example, rappers who say they're freestyling, a lot of times they're just taking bars that they already knew, Mm -hmm. and they're just applying it to is going on. It's like, even, even, like, nobody literally says something without some premeditated thought. Hmm. That premeditation is order. Yeah. So, the act itself is very much, is very much chaotic. Yeah. The performing of it is it, chaotic. It. But the thoughts, the, the, the thoughts, the organization, everything that comes before the mm. actual act of performing is ordered, so then it becomes it becomes a balance between the actual, perf- like when you're like mm. dance, the arts itself is a chaotic practice. Right. You have, you take that chaotic nature, you put it into a place of order mm-hmm. in order to in order to formulate what you want mm-hmm. to actually say, the context, whatever you're trying to convey, mm-hmm. and then you throw it back into the world as chaos. So it's it's kind of like a it's kind of it's almost like a boomerang, I mm-hmm. guess. You, you mm-hmm. throw it in. You you take the boomerang. You throw it into the world of order, and then it comes back into the world of chaos mm-hmm. as its new formulation.
1: Mm-hmm. So, because the way I'm seeing it is, um, like for example, let's use a freestyling example. Like all the words in my head and the sentences that I have are mm-hmm. chaos, right? So I don't have an ordered. Like these are the words I have to say for this freestyle, right? I yeah. have a bunch of loose words bouncing around. That's chaotic, yeah. right? And the process of me saying it, and, and that's the same with like you create you taking the play from a, somebody's mind and writing it down, and then people doing all the practices and all that yeah, is exactly. order yeah. is, is ordering it out. But the final product isn't chaotic, isn't you going back into chaos? It's you balancing the chaos of what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. with the order that you've put into it and having your balance. You yes. get what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I just mean that performing in general is, a is, is, it, of is more chaos. more chaotic. The because... moment of chaos because you don't know how you how the world right. will perceive it. So that's it's the final product and how it's actually viewed, not specifically you performing, performing it, yeah. but how it is received, how it's received by the world itself.
1: Okay. Yeah. Chaos and order always good concepts because like once you you can you can. Like though you can break the world down into elements, and you can break the world, you can also break the world. That's down into
0: chaos and in order. To end Pretty as much. much. I mean, that's that's literally how I feel when it comes because I've always been this way. Because after, especially after I read David Data's Way of the Spirit, Man, great book, great book by the way. Like the world of the feminine is a world of chaos. The world of the masculine is a world of order. And like we like to talk about how let's like talk about things in in seasons now like old age of aquarius or whatever the fuck right Mm -hmm. we're in a we're in an age of the feminine and the age of the feminine is an age of chaos and that's the reason why a lot of the stuff that we deal with is basically chaotic in nature sensationalization Mm -hmm. and a rejection of boredom Mm -hmm. the the age of the masculine is an age of stoicism an age of boredom Mm -hmm. an Mm -hmm. age of and ironically enough an age of philosophical like not philosophical analysis. Like it's, there are moments... like the Renaissance period was an age of the feminine. Yes. it was, it was completely feminine. You can usually nature.
1: tell you can usually tell what it focuses on. Like what the culture focuses on exactly like if you focus on philosophy it's usually it's usually masculine. If you focus on arts, it's usually feminine. Yeah.
0: But also the Renaissance period is a really great was a really great time of, of discovery. Yeah. Because in because it's with it's the it's the it's the embarking into the world of discovery. Which brings about New scientific yeah. discovery. Sci- yeah. Like so, into the world of the chaos, it brings about uh it brings about scientific discoveries. So right now we're in a world of we're in a feminine world, but we're also noticing that there's a lot of innovations that are mm-hmm. coming out, especially when it comes to the technological side, the metaverse, mm-hmm. all this different Third, third stage internet all that different stuff
1: but all these things are but you need both these kind of ages to to usher to usher um well to usher to have progress right yeah. but you find that that uh the, philo- the philosophical cultures tend to be when the culture is going through a rough time yeah because you need more stoicism because people like like you unfortunately during really tough times you can't have emotional people because you can't like it you cannot count on the emotional people to get through the tough time, get to all the way to the end.
0: Yeah,
1: shit's fucking hard up here. You get
0: what I'm saying? And emotional people are the first to break. Exactly. Yep, I know. And but here's the thing: I think that a lot of it ends up being more in hindsight, and that's the problem with how how the world works. Philos- philosophy is not a forward-thinking concept. It's a. It's even though it seems like it is, it's a reflect. It's it's a reflexive convert discourse with the world around itself so it looks at things that have happened yeah. and then makes points to then extrapolate what it, might happen what might happen in the future so you think it's you think it's futurist but it but it's it's, it's present centered analytical mm-hmm. it's statistical it's literally just looking at the pattern but you don't but you cannot create a pattern if you don't if you don't look at things in hindsight yeah. okay like And that's what's so interesting about the difference. The masculine world is a world of hindsight, though. We look at the problems that we are either currently facing or have faced, Mm -hmm. and then we try to make plans for the future. We make preparations. We're very, men are, and we don't like to say this because it doesn't sound like it should be the truth, but men are very reactive. That's the reason why when you're having a conversation with a woman, a lot of the times they they are frustrated at the fact that we should just know these things. Mm-hmm. But we only really learn As it happens. As it happens and then we apply it based off of our hindsight. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah like, I don't know how to act in a situation unless I've been in a situation
0: or a number of situations that amalgamate to this situation. Exactly. Whereas with women, women are very foresight they like to think ahead that's why they've always they always plan for the future they're always and i know it doesn't make any sense but take a moment women will plan for their wedding when they are just little kids women will plan for when women will plan well into the future but the thing is that they don't necessarily do it based off of their present situation or they or based off of their past situation they plan ahead and try to and try to organize their path towards whatever plan they think they had for the future. So so essentially dreamer dreamers that try that try to like get to their dream, navigate to the dream. Yes, exactly. So they don't even know if the thing that they're looking for is what they're looking for. They're essentially Christopher Columbus just trying to discover <laughs> America. India. No, India. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To, he tried to discover so India, India. Showed up in America. And, and then like, said, what? well, uh, this is this is what I was looking for, yeah. actually. You're Indians?
1: Nah, nah, nah. Nah. ah shut up. You're, you're Indian. Indians now. This
0: is me because I was right. Because I uh, Christopher am Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Good That's, guy. Great guy. I know. Wait, fantastic. Happy Columbus. No, no. Never no. happy Columbus Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't
1: celebrate really any holidays, but that's
0: fine. It really, it's like, if you look at it based off of its commercial capitalistic approach, go ahead and celebrate all of it, because all it is is a day for you to get free shit or spend more money on some shit. If you look at it for its symbolic nature, then yeah, there's a lot of ones that you go, eh, well, mm-hmm. symbolism is not is not the best thing right now. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. let's not. Let's not think of the moral intent of this shit. But, um... Yeah no so the the feminine is essentially a future is essentially futurist and that's also the reason why once again in conversations with women women will just think that will just assume that you should know things that you have no grounds mm-hmm. of ever knowing <laughs> I should not know this why would okay, I know why would this? I know
1: this why if you didn't tell me why would I know this why <laughs> would I
0: just know something about you about you that has that I have no information of knowing and you've never I, brought up but but then what's even crazier is you're a stalker if you know things about a woman that she hasn't told you about Shout shoutouts to Joe <laughs> Joe? oh uh, you? yeah yeah. that's so weird but I love it um but yeah no I mean that's that's really it for the most part. It also probably ties into mental into the mental disparities between men and women because men are more likely to have depression, women are more likely to have anxiety, mm-hmm. and anxiety is like, for is worry about the future, of depressions worry about, about the past. Guy. So life,
1: oh, life <laughs> <laughs> intense. I oh yes, during the week I got a comment in person by someone saying that. Yes, it's, it's, uh, a lot of the things we say, especially when it comes to men and women, are necessary and are true, okay. but it seems like we have a focus on women. And I said, yes, because everything is catered towards women. Uh-huh. Not that men aren't fucking up too, because I think we've mentioned briefly that, yes, we, we believe that they are, we yeah. just haven't gone into it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what you thought about that. Okay, so the real reason why I would say that we have a higher focus on women is that Women are the future. They dictate the way that the world works regardless. I mean, so if we don't have a moment of if we don't have a moment of honest conversation about women What's, what's the world going to be like? Especially, once again, just like I said, we are in a feminine world currently.
1: But women have always been the future. And that's the thing, because women tend to be the, the primary caregivers of most of the generation. Which means that most of the things that children learn, mm-hmm. yourself included, myself included,
0: I've, I realized we're taught by women. Well, it's not even just that. Women, in general, are the guiding light of our society. Literally, all of our advancements come from a man's motivation being him trying to fulfill the needs of women so if we want to do better with this world we have to have a critical a critical observation Mm -hmm. of women in Mm -hmm. order to have an understanding of the world around us we have to hold them to
1: a higher to a high standard Mm -hmm. maybe even sometimes a higher standard well
0: not even a higher standard we just have to have a critical and honest understanding of what of what it is that is that is within the feminine that is causing a lot of the things that we deal with in our masculine lens and i mean for the most part this is a discourse between two guys there's only so much that i that i need to actually talk about with another guy about guy shit because we're both guys Mm -hmm. so we know what the fuck is going on with us guys i mean we can talk about we do and ironically enough it's just, everybody knows what the fuck's going on with guys. Our, yeah. our problems are very simple. Our, our our accountable gripes are very simple. Our criticisms are very simple. Stop whining about your problems, men. Realize that regardless of who you think you are, you only deserve her when you actually get her. And... Every single day, just do better than who you were the day before. It's just a constant progression. It's not, it's not, it's not that difficult to talk about the problems that guys face. I mean, mm-hmm. or the problems with men in general, because most of the stuff is either illegal already, yeah, or is just a very obvious thing. Be yeah. a better person because the person, if you aren't, if you aren't with the person that you want to be with, is because you suck. And we even talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. We talked about the fact that the fact of the matter is striving for greatness is literally the only thing that men need to do to be great. You just need to stop saying, hey, it's okay to be a loser. Yeah. If you are a fucking loser, do except, better.
1: Except that you're a loser, but do better. That's it.
0: That's, that's Okay, that's the man problem. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It all comes down to the fact that, yes, and even, and even this viewer probably will say, hey, most of these men are just stupid and losers. That's it. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. Now what? <laughs> there's not much. There's not much to say about it because because even even the other aspects. I mean, I talk about I talk about all the stuff that I specifically have against men. But mm-hmm. most of the stuff that I have against men is more based off of the fact that being in a patriarchal society patriarchal? yeah patriarchical society that we are in has made it so that men are not able to. Men are not able to properly express their feelings, so they are left in a place of, with a lack of emotional intelligence. And then we go out into a world that where a lot of the mating strategies are, are requiring a higher level of emotional intelligence nowadays because, once again, we are in a feminine world. Okay, but
1: um, but question. My question is: um, We're in a
0: patriarchal society, and I hear that term thrown around a lot. Yeah, um, just want to go a bit more into that. Patriarchy, basically, the right. idea Patriarchy. that men are the ones that lead in their organized in the organized reality of their family structures. So, mm-hmm. leading leadership is a very even nowadays. Like leadership is such a very a, such a varied concept because, it's like, even me saying, "Hey, men lead." It doesn't mean really shit. It just means that men are the ones that primarily are the breadwinners of their family to are expected to, are expected to be yes. the ones who have to be the face of their family. That's really it. The patriarchy, it, when it comes to a global standpoint, is the fact that the majority of men are the ones that actually hold the decision-making power within within all, if well, most, if not all, of the levels of of organized systems within our society. So we control the power plants, we control the judicial system, we control the majority of the government, we control all these different things. The problem is that we we think only about the patriarchy rather than thinking about the matriarchy which goes alongside the patriarchy. It's just that when you think matriarchy nowadays, you think literally, oh, the woman is the one that is leading. So, for example, in single mother households, it's a matriarchy because the person who controls and dictates the actual system is the, is the woman who is the lead of it.
1: And so just to clarify, you're not saying living in a patriarchal society is a bad thing. It's no. just a thing. It's just a thing. It's like, like saying it the sky is blue. Okay. So because nowadays, you know, the, the term patriarchal society has a very negative connotation to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So just 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 clarifying. No, I mean it can. The thing <laughs> is, well, everything can have yeah, a negative it's connotation. Like, it's like it's like yeah, the patriarchy is bad, but the patriarchy is good because guess what? You live you've lived a really comfortable life from the patriarchy, have you not? Yeah. You have you have you have capitalism because of the patriarchy. We have roads because of the patriarchy. We have phones because of the patriarchy. We have, we have houses, PD, electricity. We have like once again, men are the ones that dominate and control the society, and for, the society but, has stay is stable because of the fact that it's controlled by a patriarchal society. Maybe if if we weren't that, there would be another like if if it was a matriarchal. Society that we lived in, maybe the world would be a better place, or maybe it wouldn't be. But, but it right isn't. now, it isn't.
1: And, and men having these positions, it's not. Well, some of it might be due to sexism, but a lot of it is is due to like competence. No, it's due to sexism. Oh yeah, so, yes, yes. It's I rooted. It's not, rooted in sexism. I. Disagree because oh. you can have okay. So for example, depends a, on how you look at the
0: word sexism, but carry
1: on. okay. So see if a CEO is a woman, yeah, is she is 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 her company still rooted in sexism? Is that a matriarchal uh,
0: company or patriarchal company? It's matriarchal. So oh, okay. Because it's, it's led by a woman. Fundamentally, the system by which it the systems by, by which, which it's it run, run is patriarchal. And the, system, and the system in and it of itself that creates a leadership pyramid is a, a
1: patriarchal system. And but a leadership py- a pyramid is, is, yes, in some parts of it, based on sexism, mm-hmm. because there are men, because men make the decisions in the pyramid, they're yeah. likely to favor other men. That but, is just, everybody kind of likes their own. It's kind of like, if it's a white person at the top, they're likely to favor other white people. That's that, just a human that, thing. It's nepotism. Right? Yeah. But not all of it is sexism and all of it can't be boiled down to sexism well, due to the fact that a lot of men end up studying like for example power plants a lot of men end up studying to be to, to operate power plants yeah, right stem and is it, awesome. it's not like the, the, the stems aren't open to women they are they mm-hmm. might not be friendly to women because of the amount of men there are mm-hmm. but something like nursing isn't really friendly to men because of the amount of women they are so it's just what people naturally go to
0: yeah, I mean, even in my job, which is redacted, I'm not telling my job on here. Okay. But my job is primarily female-oriented, so mm-hmm. I have to deal with the fact that it is fa- it favors mm-hmm. women. So I have to deal with sexism in my own job. Yeah, where literally they'll ask, "Hey, are you comfortable being treated by a male?" Versus being treated by a female. female, and I'm okay with that because that's just the realities of it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, in sexist there's a, there's, a, it's, it's rooted in sexism because the roles by which we had historically played mm-hmm. were based off of sexism. Okay. Hunter gatherer. Okay. Hunter gatherer systems. It was all sexism from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't. Once again, it's not. I you like. Here's my thing. I don't like. I don't like having. I don't like having the angry conversation about yeah. all this stuff because historic, like, unless you have the ability to go in a time machine mm-hmm. and go back to the dawn of mankind or humankind mm-hmm. or womankind or whatever mixin kind, yeah. whatever kind you want to talk the about, jiggery pokery, jiggly. <laughs> jiggly jiggly boobs. Yeah. If, you want to, if you want to go back in time and 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 change the fundamental fabric by which all of all of human evolution had dict not even human evolution, all of fit all of all of literal mammalian evolution has dictated the way that the world works. Fine. Go do, <laughs> do that. You haven't yet, because clearly everything's the exact same. I'm still having this conversation. Am I mm-hmm. not? Cool. Anyways. Back to it. It's based off of sexism because there were there were, the patriarchy and the matriarchy was based off of a hunter gatherer provisioner caregiver mm-hmm. society. The breadwinner was always held in the masculine, mm-hmm. and the and caregiver the was always also. held in the feminine. Sure, you can tell me about exceptions to the rule, but that doesn't that does not re- disregard the rule. The rule was always the way it was, and that's my only issue with the con with like with the acknowledgement of it and then the anger that comes past it it's like yeah the patriarchy was always the thing but also the matriarchy was always always the thing
1: thing. so a lot of um a lot of stuff comes out of the the argument that the patriarchy is the reason that women are the way are the way they are quote unquote and when i say the way they are let Mm -hmm. me put a disclaimer i'm like I why women think they have to like put on makeup and like Lose one hundred twenty pounds, or yeah. we have to be one hundred twenty pounds, mm-hmm. or or whatever. rate right, Tay, tay yeah. physical, and it's true. Men are more physically driven, but
0: most men are okay as long as they're fucking. Well, here's the thing, because once again, it becomes a conversation of tit for tat. Because we, sorry, you want you want to finish there? Yeah. Okay. The 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 standards of women, especially like especially things like slut shaming
1: and all that stuff, mm-hmm. tended to be upheld by other women. Yeah, as opposed to the the belief that it's men that do this mostly. It's like no, 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 no. Men love sluts, mm-hmm. just generally. Ju- like they might not be sleeping with them, but they love the concept. They're like, ah, oh, tally ho! Yeah, right?
0: yeah, I'm not going to marry you, but do what you got to do. Yep, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, just like how women love Sims.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, <coughs> if it, it, the way it works is, if a woman wanted a good man, right, a slut in the neighborhood would risk, like, would risk all the men in the neighborhood. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. one slut would, could fuck everybody, right? And why would he be monogamous when you, the possibility's there and you don't want the possibility to be there? So the matriarchy in the neighborhood, the village, the town, the whatever, mm-hmm. would either
0: shame her into proper behavior or chase her out of town. See, here's the thing about the slut the slut is a participation medal. So last week when we talked about participation ribbons, yeah. the slut is a participation ribbon the wife was known as the trophy wife because she was hard to access yes it's actually the thing is that we we go through human beings have an issue where we do not want to put excess effort 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 into anything based off of a baseline requirement Mm -hmm. if my baseline requirement is just sexual gratification Mm -hmm. I don't and I know that this person is low effort this person is high effort But pussy is pussy. I'm gonna go low low effort effort, because it requires less. The same idea, yeah, the same, yeah, path of least resistance. The same idea goes for women and simps. Mm-hmm. the reason why they don't like a lot of this high value shit is because a lot of the high value shit requires them to have to accept the fact that they have to put a lot of effort into seeking a guy who literally will like yeah. fulfill all these different things they love simps because simps I make mean, path of least resistance exactly so that's basically that in a nutshell um, the only thing I was I was going to say I almost forgot it Uh, The only thing I was gonna say is that It's like okay so when it comes to the When it comes to the conversation of hey let me blame Everything on the patriarchy Mm -hmm. don't blame everything On the patriarchy blame everything and this Is literally patriarchy and matriarchy Mm -hmm. So men and women Mm -hmm. Saying this for you lady I'm assuming it's the lady who said who made the comment, right? Well, she was just saying that we don't, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, talk about yeah. cool. it. Yeah. Hey, say less. All I need an know the woman. It's a woman. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you. I have found you. <laughs> y'all have, have been I'm, caught. I have found you, my you have, sister. Y'all have <laughs> caught. you are <have laughs> caught. Y'all have been caught, huh? I'll take your talking no sense. <laughs> hey. Talking directly to you Unless you've turned this off Then I'm talking to your friend I'm talking to the other viewer we have All the other ones Uh, What? The other two All the other ones There's only other one (laughs) The other one The the other one I'm talking to right now eh? But yeah, so (laughs) The fact of the matter is like (laughs) Technical difficulties Uh, The fact of the 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 matter is You can't blame it on just the patriarchy You can't blame it on just the Hmm. matriarchy Right? You have to blame it on your ancestors. <laughs> no, I'm, I know. I know. That's just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> you shall blame it on your ancestors. That's just
1: kind of funny. Take you can't blame your you patriarchy or your patriarchy,
0: but it's not your fault either. It's not. The like, niggas that came. Before. No, the niggas that came before you are the ones that dictated all this—the society that you live in. Yes. So here's the thing, right? Women want to talk about the fact that women want to talk about the fact that. That it's difficult for them to have to deal with body standards which have been dictated by, by the patriarchy. But the patriarchal body standards were ones that were upheld by their ancestors. That's where they got it from.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not
0: like... It's just that simple. Men looked at women who looked a certain way and mated with those women. Your ancestors were those women. Yeah, that's why, that's Mm -hmm. why, that's why is the way it is. We didn't just magically just come up with these standards. Our ancestors made it with those people. It's Darwinian theorem, Mm -hmm. Darwin. It's how it works. It's called evolution. I'm very sorry to tell you this, but science is a thing. Okay, cool. The same gripes that you guys have though with the fact that you have to deal with all these unrealistic or are unfortunate or vindictive or or what's, what's oppressive standards mm-hmm. are the exact same issues that I personally have with the male standards. Mm-hmm. Because we do. have male standards that we have to up we have to uphold based off of our ancestors being a certain way which was attractive to your ancestors. And that's how the patriarchy worked and that's how the matriarchy worked. The whole point of men leading was because women wanted men who led. The whole point of women following is because men wanted women who followed. And that's also the reason why, right now, my biggest issue with modern men is the fact that we are not allowed to have levels of emotional intelligence. But it's based off of the fact, just like last week when we talked about the fact that women were not attracted to morally just men. men. yeah. Like it's an immoral world that we live in. Women want scammers and bad boys, so I can't be a a, a good yeah, Christian like, boy. <laughs> I can't, I can't be a moral, immoral <laughs> Christian boy. But yeah, that's
1: basically all I got. No, no, they want me to be a moral Christian boy after. Yeah. So they want so so I need to be a scammer and bad boy to get like the resources, and then afterwards I have to repent and be a moral Christian boy. It's literally With, Beauty and the Beast. It, <laughs> they, they want know.
0: the beast they want the beast and then they want to turn him into, into the, the prince. prince
1: yeah well only for them
0: when yeah and big... that's, and ironically enough it's beauty and the beast for women too they want the belle yeah who's willing to be be the devoted flower mm-hmm. like for just just the beast like she was the most beautiful person and she looked like she was the most sexually attractive person but she was not out here hoeing out for Gaston yeah
1: yeah,
0: Actual, Actually, actually, literally, that's it. That's the patriarchy and the matriarchy. Don't blame us. Mm-hmm. We deal with it ourselves. Blame our ancestors who founded all this shit. And you gotta blame your ancestors too because the women and the men were together. The dance is the dance. The game is the game. Yeah, yeah. and guess <laughs> what? And you gotta you gotta play by the rules. <laughs> the fucking game wasn't made by just men.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It takes my favorite
0: saying. It takes two to tango. Takes two. It took humanity. Humanity made the game. It wasn't just men who made the game. Just children making the rules. It was just making all the rules. All you bitches got to now all follow the these rules. Out of, the, out of the room. No, women were there too. When when they were deciding how we, how we are going to survive. Guess what? The men said we will kill things. And the women mm. said, we will gather things. And take care of the children. And that's how it worked. Congratulations. That's the, sh- that's the simple history on the patriarchy and the matriarchy. If you want to adjust it now that we're in a feminine phase of the renaissance, just like any other renaissance. Rena- just like literally any other renaissance. Because remember, the last renaissance period was also the period of modernism, right? Yep. Yeah. Same idea now. Now we have a postmodernism world. It's also the same idea. the The feminine, the feminine world is a time of change. Mm-hmm. If you want to change, if you want to abolish the, if you want to abolish the patriarchy, I am all for it. Let those nerdy ass limp dick niggas, yeah, let, 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 give them a chance. Yeah, let the corny niggas go. Get the, <laughs> get the funny. Let the funny poor niggas get a chance, and. And and be okay with be okay with dealing with somebody who has a higher emotional intelligence level than, than a big dick. Oh man! <laughs> oh, he's not good in bed, but he loves me. Go go into your friend zone. Find a nigga in there. Guess what? Those are the ones that don't follow the patriarchy.
1: Yeah, actually. I- so
0: what the fuck? You don't want to fall? Like this is my issue because we like don't talk about the patriarchy yeah. and then be all and then be all okay with hypergamy. Actually. That's the patriarchy That, that,
1: is, actually, that is, is literally the patriarchy yeah.
0: yeah And then don't try
1: to turn that nigga into Russell Wilson Like what the fuck like, Russell
0: Wilson was Russell Wilson You can't turn future into, into Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson You either get a Russell Wilson Or, you get, or you get a future You either get Carlton Banks Or you get Will Smith and then you treat him like shit like, And like, bury like, that nigga into the crowd Yo <laughs> Shout out Jada Pinkett Smith Yeah Oh yeah, yeah, fuck! Oh, she is, she is all, all the modern. Oh uh, yeah, all yeah. the modern. I mean, that nigga's miserable. Oh my god, have you, you mean, seen his face? I just want to give him a hug. He looks so droopy. I
1: mean, he's fine. Yeah. but we all gotta take a level of accountability. Yeah, both us, and Will Smith.
0: Absolutely, Will Smith. Will Smith put himself in that position.
1: Yo, easy. <laughs> You know. One time, and we put and we though we didn't put ourselves in this position. We are compl- we are complacent in, in enacting this position, yeah. we so are. don't
0: complain about it. Yeah, we are complacent in in existing within the space rather than trying to leave the space. Once again, I'm the guy who wants to be a house husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. Wanna, be if you want to you want to pay bills? No. Go, yo, go. You want like, get rid of get rid of the patriarchy. I am all for getting rid of the patriarchy, so I don't have to make. All the money, I don't have to risk my life in all the wars. I don't have to go to all the prisons like bro,
1: I don't have to defend you like you go, go fight for yourself do what <laughs> you want
0: man like you want you want to wake up in the middle of the night when they are the robber I got we got guns in the house pick up a gun, shoot him. Yeah. Or her. Because maybe women are robbing people and then they need to get shot for robbing people.
1: Actually actually I was watching a video before a, a little bit before you came over and a woman was saying, How come all these murderers and, and spouse murderers are are men? And she's like, I think that a lot of them are women. We're just slicker with it. Like like and who's gonna miss a man? Nobody. And I was looking at the video and she, that she's bragging about this and I'm like and this is why men like dealing with men's issues. Is important. Like you yeah. get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like nobody would miss him if he died. And she's saying this, and I, me as a man, I'm like, actually, you're very right, madam. And this is why men have issues. You get, what you yeah.
0: Know? And that's why it's like, oh yeah, we could start talking about all the stuff that we have against that we have as issues against men, but. We don't really have as much issues against men as much as we have issues against mm-hmm. the realities that men have to face. But I also will say, um, I do have issues well
1: and that's not an issue. It's just I think you know how um in the past it was women that like would vet the men, like you, you, would, appro- you would approach, you would approach, yeah. you'd say no and you move on so just so she wouldn't end up with like for lack of a better term, the child, a loser's child. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think nowadays, it's men that have to vet the women. Oh, bro. Bro. Because, like, back in the day, there were a lot of consequences for women for getting pregnant. Yeah. But nowadays,
0: it's a lot of consequences for men Men. getting pregnant Mm -hmm. by a loser woman. Yeah. 1,000%. Did you hear about the... And I think this might just be a joke, but... Did you hear about how, apparently, oral sex with a woman can cause oral cancer? So, literally, these pussies is toxic. <laughs> Literally, you'll get throat cancer. <laughs> Not a single bit of throat cancer came from sucking a dick. <laughs> Women. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't eat pussy, right? Well, maybe I don't want throat cancer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> milk gone bad, bitch. <laughs> uh, no. oh, Milkshakes turned into lumpy. Yogurt. Oh my god, they used to bring all the boys to the yard. Uh, now they're just they bringing boys to the grave. <laughs> just... <laughs> Or the chemo ward,
1: <laughs> but um, you no, know, it's in, it's in, it's interesting, and I just wanted to get your take on that. Yeah, as was, as was, I thought it was interesting, and at the time I was like, yeah, like I answered the way I told like I told her I answered. Mm-hmm. I was like I told her, but at the same time, I'm like Lloyd probably has a different reason for it. So <laughs> I'm just gonna ask you. Yeah. I
0: mean, I have no ways. I have no beef. Yeah. No beef. I no don't don't come at me. Uh, we'll get demonetized regardless. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But no, nah, uh, <clears throat> in all honesty, yeah, I would love to talk more about the the personal gripes that I have with most men. But it's a very simple conversation. And the the thing is that injected into and we inject our our gripes with our own gender all the time. Yeah. It's just that there's shorter segments because there's not much to really talk about. Um, when it comes to actual issues that that we would have with men, especially because when it comes down to it, and I'm assuming this is most likely the case with your with your friend, most of the issues that women have with men is dating really? men, yeah. dating issues. We don't date men, so I don't really have much to say on it. I can hold myself accountable. For my own bullshit, mm-hmm. which I have multiple times, but even then, it's a very short segment for me to be like, "Hey, I was a fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was a piece of shit. <laughs> Here dude. we go. Ooh, guess what? What? Yo, Daredevil." Charlie Cox is officially a part of the MCU. Oh, sick.
1: Okay, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. Wait, does that mean that the entire, like, Iron Fist and all of them are
0: there? To be determined, right now, uh, Kevin Feige officially uh, confirmed and that Charlie Fox? Cox is coming back as Daredevil. Uh, they didn't really confirm if any of the actual Marvel Netflix stuff is still a thing. Mm-hmm. I really hope so. Yeah, because I really but, like,
1: like Jessica Jones. I like her character. The mm-hmm. show was bad, but yeah. the character, I, I enjoyed. You know what I'm saying? And also, I, I love... Luke Cage Cage. I liked Iron Fist After season 2 But then he gave away His powers To the So it's like You're irrelevant Well I mean He
0: got them back At the end Oh yeah That's true And then he had Like gun He had like Gun Fist powers So hopefully Hopefully they kind of Establish everything To be honest It's been It was an interesting uh, Day or so Because Mm -hmm. essentially Two big things came out When it came to the MCU Daredevil, which I'm really fucking happy about, because that show was amazing. Mm, it was and, really good. And also, that means that the Kingpin is a thing. He's a thing. And he, he was, was amazing. amazing. And that also means that Bullseye is a thing, and he was amazing. Oh, oh yeah. And it also means the hand is a thing. And yeah. And they're amazing. Well, and because that could end up being... Because they're doing a whole Shang-Chi, the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. They're doing a whole separate uh, TV show on the Ten Rings. So what people are saying is if, if all the Daredevil stuff is a thing... The hand might be facing off against the, the the ten rings. Oh wow! So that'd be pretty cool that'd for like dope, yeah. for whole like Asian Asian like battle royale kind of thing. Fantastic! The fighting choreography in that is like crazy. What so, Shang Chi? Yeah, Shang Chi was really good. Oh, I, have, I, haven't, I haven't watched or, that. Shang Chi.
1: I have been watching Hawkeye though. Yeah, Hawkeye is really good. I'm yeah. really enjoying it.
0: <laughs> That's the thing they're saying Kingpin Kingpin might end up. Uh, being in the show on
1: oh, Hawkeye, yeah. Oh, that I would really like that. Yeah, would, like uh, what's it called? Jeremy Renner is always great. I actually don't think I've seen him in anything that I've been like, eh, it's his performance
0: in the end. That's the thing. He's such a good low key actor. Yeah, that it's like you appreciate him because it's very because like that's I like the fact that they did Matt Fraction's run of Hawkeye without mm-hmm. having to really. Like bring in too much of the extra bullshit that that was surrounded by Clint Barton because Clint Barton went through a lot of random Mm -hmm. things all All throughout his history, right? Mm -hmm. But like the Matt Fraction run of of Hawkeye was very grounded Mm -hmm. down-to-earth simple and it perfectly matches Clint Barton and Jeremy Renner's like depiction of Hawkeye in the show because Hawkeye was literally just an employee yeah, <laughs> and that's like the biggest thing with the show. Like he constantly lets, he constantly has to let. Uh, uh fuck, what's her name?
1: Uh, oh, snap! I, I just had it too.
0: Yeah, um, Jessica, not oh, Jessica. So whatever her name is, girl, girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good old patriarchy. That's it. Good old patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> forget, forget matriarchy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so. He had to constantly let Kate Bishop know, like, "Hey, I'm not trying to be a hero. I never was a hero. I was just the dude who had yeah, to show yeah. up to work, and his job happened to be the, the Avengers. One. Yeah, that's it. It's like everybody, like Tony Stark, wanted to be a the hero. Avenger, yeah. uh, Black Widow was was born in this stuff, and even then, she, you know, had to deal with her own stuff as like, yeah, Natasha and all that stuff. Thor's a god. Thor's a god. Yeah, so <laughs> Hulk <it's>, is Hulk." <laughs> Captain America was literally was literally a symbol of peace and all this stuff. Literally, Hawkeye was just a shield agent who was an assassin who happened to just be there for this. In fact, if you watch the original Avengers, he's not actually an Avenger.
1: Yeah, he's just he was just there. They, they, he was a, he was a an agent working with Shield. He was a villain. Yeah, and then they and then they took him
0: over and he yeah. became a villain. Yeah, and then he, he just happened to, to be join the there. Gym. Yeah, during the fight for New York, he wasn't really. Like an Avenger, the entire time. He was just an agent. So, but yeah, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing that happened was they're saying that, uh, they're confirming that one of the previous villains, uh, from the MCU Mm. may come back and become a mentor for, uh, a new young, a new young superhero. Okay. So basically become like a legacy hero kind of thing, um... It's going to be interesting because, you know, everybody immediately goes to Killmonger. Um, said, mm-hmm. No, because at the end of the movie, he technically wasn't dead. They didn't actually show him die, quote-unquote. They just showed him flop a little bit. So he could be alive because yeah. Wakanda technology. Wakanda, mm-hmm. MacGuffin. W- Wakanda. Vibranium. Wakanda. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it it's Wakanda. The Wakanda. Thing. Yeah. And, plus, <laughs> and plus, literally in the movie, literally in Black Panther... The original one, now that Chad Boseman's passed away, R.I.P., all that stuff. There actually is no other heart-shaped herb. because yeah, he burned them. Burned them all. So there's nobody who actually has... Black Panther a, powers. Black Panther powers. And there's no way to regrow them, is it? Nope. Because he burned it all.
1: Oh, well.
0: So, these technically the only one that has Black Panther powers until they go, hey, uh, multiverse... Thing. Ding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but... um. That would be interesting. Yeah. So even circling back to Hawkeye for a second, mm-hmm. I, I I'm, it's, it's, it's a good show. Even the pro, not even only Jeremy Renner, but the, his uh, co-star, yeah, the girl, I don't know her name is. She, Kate, she's Bishop, actually, yeah. she, Kate Bishop, but the, the, actual, yeah, the actual actress. actress. But actual uh, But she's she's really good, and their synergy on screen is amazing. It's mm-hmm. like it's like oh, this is just like the Hawkeye comic. Yeah. Comic, and I'm fucking loving it, and I'm I don't know I feel like they've gone to, and. Well, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think they've um, gone into the spectacle of it. Like, Marvel's gotten a bit too focused on the spectacle mm-hmm. and gotten away from the story. <clears throat> Another thing that was um, announced was the, the new Spider-Verse. I think you sent that to me. Yeah. Yes, that one. I'm worried about... I'm excited for that and worried about that all at the same time. Because because Into the Spider-Verse was so good that I'm afraid they might ruin it.
0: Because awesome. Her name is Haley Steinfeld.
1: Haley Steinfield. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Isn't the sweater versus so good I am scared that they might ruin it because see, sometimes they try to do too much for sequels or mm-hmm. they try to make the sequel even better than the first one. It's just like
0: okay, this was much worse. Yeah, one thousand mm-hmm. percent. I mean Sequelitis has always been has always been the biggest issue mm-hmm. with any place, with anything really when it comes to media. Um apparently it's the same ca- the same team that made the first one is is coming back for it. And apparently well also it's weird because it's it's considered uh, uh, across the Spider Verse, like part one, mm-hmm. so it's like a two two parter, or maybe three,
1: or maybe but, three. But so. went, um, in, into the Spider Verse, the comic was, was was quite large, and it, it pulled yeah. in a lot of comics. It created a lot of characters. Well, as long as they don't do Morlin, I don't really care about anything. Oh characters. yeah, More, that was really annoying. It's yeah. like, oh, this is why we're all coming together. Okay, it's,
0: yeah. There's a there's a guy who sometimes Eat. steals spider totems. Yeah, eats them. them. They're, the are also <laughs> They're also spider totems. Also spider totems. So you guys all have spider totems. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna come together to stop them from eating you. Because yeah, these spider totems are a great web. I know, right? And they then literally from a redacted story, like the other. That's where it all came from. Really? Yeah. So Spider Man, the other was the original comic that had more one with the whole hey. Eared, like Peter Parker's radioactive spider was technically not the thing that gave him its power. It yeah. came from the other.
1: Yeah.
0: And the other was like a spider god. Yeah, he was in a web. And yeah. Was like, yeah. I and then he turned into that, and that's how he got organic webbing for a while. And so, but that all got redacted multiple times, just like it was terrible. Yeah, like a lot of things when it comes to when it comes to stuff. But yeah, no, I mean the teams apparently all the same uh for the most part and apparently most of the stuff had already been uh a part of the original storyline. Mm-hmm. So they had it's not like they're it's not like they went, hey, this is uh this is this like we, we're waiting until we or we do the first movie. We assume that it's only going to be a one thing and then we just throw it out there, see how it gets Oh shit, makes a whole lot of money. Dump money into a sequel to make a lot more profit. Mm-hmm. No, they literally had already planned this out mm-hmm. like a while ago similar to similar it's similar to the way that just the mcu works in general yeah where, where it's, it's all this huge plan that comes together yeah so it's everything sequential so it's like it's the worst part about the mm. M- about the M- uh, mcu because you have to accept the fact that even the shitty movies were planned yeah we're excited
1: we're yeah but but I think it's interesting that this is also coming at a time where the other uh, where God uh, No Way Home is coming out, and that's another interdimensional Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. So a lot's going to tie together, or maybe there will be a crossover, like a, a live action actor for Miles Morales, yeah, in in um like the in the live action movie, yep. But then a cartoon actor for Tom Holland in the in the other one. There might be like yeah. a crossover of those events.
0: I mean, because Tom Holland already did voice acting for. Um... <clears throat> for oh, fuck, well then, fuck. I need to remember There's been way too much <laughs> stuff. Man. The 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 cartoon one that they just did. What if Marvel's What If? Okay, yeah. He did he did a few. He did an episode or two, I think, of Marvel's What If. So he's already done voice acting, and the guy who plays Miles Morales is actually a really accomplished actor. Mm-hmm. So he could he could end up playing the role in the live action one. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's bound to be the case, especially mm-hmm. now that they have now that. <laughs> Well, you know, you know all the rumors for 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 this, uh, yeah, knowing, No Way Home yeah. coming out, and, and then also there's apparently another three movies for Tom Holland's series, and then there's also supposed to be a tie-in for Venom. Yeah, did you see the the after
1: the after credits scene?
0: Yeah, when he got pulled into the MCU. No, no, no. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. When the uh, the TV thing came on. Yeah. 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 It was it was interesting. Is it going to be interesting? I mean, it seems like they're using Spider Man very much as a forerunner for for the, what what is this fourth phase, fifth phase? Phase, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're using Spider Man, which is a good idea. Like it's what they probably should have done from the beginning because Spider Man is like a key character in the Marvel Universe. Right? Yeah, he is their cash cap.
0: I mean, that's the thing. They always need to, they need anchoring points, mm-hmm. right? And they're anchoring points for. <clears throat> for the original for the original uh See, Infinity, Infinity Saga yeah. Infinity Saga was Iron Man, Captain America and Thor, right? Yeah. Thor is still out there, but he's probably not going to be the biggest yeah. anchor I think anymore. He's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's going to yeah. fall
1: back into like more of a team Yeah. The galactic yeah. yeah.
0: He's going to be more into the intergalactic side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh I know that they were trying to do Captain Marvel, but, but she got such negative reception that they had to change it basically. Yeah. So now the focal point is Spider. now the focal point is Spider-Man. Probably it's going to be Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange as yeah. And then maybe Loki. I hope they do Loki. I hope I they do more Loki. I don't
1: think Loki will be a focal point. Because cause of Loki, cause <laughs> most of their focal points are on the big screen. Not on silver screen. Like usually you move down to silver screen, but mm-hmm. you rarely move up from silver well, screen to big screen. Well, that's
0: screen. the thing. The reception for Loki the series was so amazing. Was high. so amazing. And, and, they oh immediately, and they immediately planned for a season two. And also because of the fact, I mean, it could be Ant Man, but mm-hmm. who the fuck cares about Ant Man? Uh, oh, it could be because the because of the amount of stuff that goes specifically into mm-hmm. uh, the the TSA, was it? man time time, yeah, the time okay. TBA yeah, time time no kidding okay. time variant this is how you know man this is so much shit this is the problem that nobody appreciates about being a nerd yeah it's like there is so much stuff to remember I have to remember on top of my actual stuff like, that like, I need yeah. to live it's like I have to remember
1: nobody asked me so to do it but I do it for me. you guys
0: you <laughs> bitches and then you want to talk to me about other shit shut the fuck up bitch <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I like you you're cool people let's go out sometime I'm, I'm joking. Anyways, but uh, Time Variance Authority, right? So, like, all the TVA stuff, Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. and they still, haven't, they still haven't resolved Dormammu. They still haven't resolved yeah. Shumagora. There's, like, there's, they're, they're talking about, and also Fantastic Four is supposed to it's be supposed a thing. It's supposed to be in X-Men it has X-Men, to show up somewhere. Eventually. They're going to do Convergence for X-Men. They have to. They have to. They, and that's the thing. I don't... Everybody wants to talk about, hey, we need to get X-Men in immediately, I'm just like, don't do that. Yeah, because it's too much. so it's too much. much. Such an overload. Like, we Such just...
1: We, if you think about it, we just got Spider-Man. We back, just right? got Scar. And now, and now they're introducing all Spider-Man, like, his, his rogues gallery, thing, yeah. his, uh, his, like, teammates, all yeah. that.
0: He's it, supposed to be the new Iron Man. And I get that you want to do a bunch of stuff, but then it becomes, hey, establish the X-Men in the in every way that we've hated them establishing the X-Men, which is just, hey, here's the X-Men movie, and here's 20 people you love... You get tw- You get two hours.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you should do is like Wolverine. should show up somewhere. Exactly. Someone's like, I know a guy, and then like, you like Wolverine. And you're, like, oh, that's Wolverine. X Men movie coming. That's right. How it works? Because <laughs> that's what used to happen. They used to like Avengers would call on the X Men. Oh, we need Storm. Oh, we need Jean Grey. Yeah. We need Jubilee. Like, I mean, you'll
0: send that. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, apparently they're doing Namor and in Wakanda Forever in the second one. If 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 everything had gone the way it originally had gone. We would have seen Storm in, mm-hmm. the, in, in Black Panther 2. Oh, that
1: should have been... So. Well, hashtag, you should hire us as writers.
0: I know. <laughs> if that was the case, then we'd have to have
1: that Black Panther conversation. With Marvel? Mm-hmm. You sit down, Marvel. Sit down, Kevin. Oh, God, we need what to did have. you
0: do like that? Here's my problem, man. Civil War had actual T'Challa. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to just do Black Panther T'Challa. And I'm like... Bro, what did you do? What did, you, what did you, what do? you do? Civil War T'Challa was on point. He, he was, was perfect. V- he was vengeance. He was, he was the knight. Yeah. He was like, he was just like, look, I'm smarter than everybody. I'm faster than everybody. I am focused on fucking lives up. Yeah. And then it just became, don't freeze. I never freeze. Yeah. He froze. And then he freezes, yeah. And it's like, and I, I'm gonna have this conversation. But no, like, that's, that's my only thing that's my only thing I kind of hope that they extend everything because also like I don't here's my here's the one thing I'm starting to realize I'm eventually going to be old and watching MCU movies yeah and the problem is my youth makes me want to have all of this stuff front loaded but I know especially after what has just happened with the Infinity Saga Mm -hmm. and how meh the last, like the last few MCU movies, are have been. Yeah. Like we need, we need to like space this whole thing out. We can't just like, you can't just be gluttonous and like start scarfing down everything. Marvel movies, yeah. All these Marvel concepts, all these different characters, because what'll happen is, it'll be too much too soon, mm-hmm. and then we'll run out of concepts for later. Mm-hmm. Like it's just that simple. And the problem is, it'll be so, it'll be so high scale that. The low, like the low-tier, low-scale characters, won't have any, like any, any, any merit in any mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I understand why, why they're eventually gonna, like, the obvious thing is they're going to do, they're gonna do ground-level Avengers. They're gonna do. High end Avengers, and then they're do, gonna do Guardians of the Galaxy for the intergalactic stuff, yeah. right? Guardians so, of the
1: Galaxy, may be Captain Marvel
0: too. Essentially, right? So I'm assuming that literally it's going to be the Cosmic Avengers, essentially the Guardians plus Thor plus Captain Marvel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like have that as its own yeah. like super intergalactic thing. Because really and truly, after the after Thanos, it's like it's cool to think of Hawkeye being there with arrows. Shooting okay. at aliens. Trying to defeat Thanos. But realistically, yeah. in a world with the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. Shang-Chi with, with the rings, Spider-Man, like, oh. the Time Variance Authority, Loki, fucking Wanda, Vision. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> We're also going to bring Arrow. Guy. Arrow, guy, like, hey, guy with Arrows. You're down, to, you're down to come? Like, mm. like it's just going to eventually get to the point where you're like... Mm. And they're about to do Daredevil 2. Oh, yeah. And then you have Luke Cage, potentially. And they have Jessica Jones. And then hopefully they they figure out what they're going to do with Iron Fist. But they're probably not going to do Iron Fist. Yeah. Kate Bishop, let's Kate go! Bishop, like, like, <laughs> let's go. I, I understand what they're going to eventually have to do where it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we have three different types of... Three different tiers. And they're supposed to do Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah. And Nova... Oh, I really want
1: them to do Nova. Yeah. But I, rather, I, I want them, they have to do Nova properly. Yeah. Because he's super he'll be intergalactic
0: most certainly. And we haven't even talked about the fact that they're saying Keanu Reeves might be ghostwriter. That actually might be interesting. That's what I'm saying. There's like you have to do it in tears. You have to you have to stagger this shit out. <laughs> like it's just you, you yeah, you stagger it through and this, it becomes one of those things where it's like, what do you want me to do? what do you want me to do now? What do you want to do with all of it <laughs> Yeah. It's just that simple.
1: Oh, but I think that's all we have time for. And, yeah, we will be back next time. You know where to find us, and if you don't, it will be on... Both of the rolling empire page all well of the uh, twist the game is calling my name two, so let me assist so cool. love how I spit love and, how I put my way and I'm the the pit. love in my slang yeah. I don't give a shit so I'm the man so back next week i hope dick. you guys enjoy the, the, we'll the shift and i won't stop until we hit in a melee a melee till i'm a millionaire no these bitches don't care smoke your pain in the air the deuces come in a pair damn it this life ain't fair but nobody said it would be
0: Let's go! Let's go! All of a twist! If it wasn't for all of my haters, I wouldn't exist! I can remember when we was just trapping and moving the bricks! I can remember the man them telling me they was just murderers back in the bin! Man them telling me they caused the felonies! Cause of the Hennessy, oh, what a sin! We were sipping on the old E's, spitting riddles with the OGs!